Hello and welcome to The Conversation here. We continue looking at Hit the Ground Running and Fall Behind, but in a completely different format. You're going to hear a conversation, which is a business meeting online, so over a video call between three people. You've got three different accents there, and they're going to keep using Fall Behind and Hit the Ground Running over and over again. But apart from that element, it's very natural. They're going to speak very naturally. Have a listen to the conversation see how much you can understand the first time and afterwards I'm going to analyze it, go through some of the more difficult or interesting things and then at the end we're going to hear the conversation again and see if you understand more the second time. So are you ready? Let's go. Okay team, next week is the big one. We're starting with a new client so I have to hit the ground running. We can't afford to lose this contract. The future of this department depends on it. But we haven't even had the final briefing yet. How can we possibly hit the ground running when we can't prepare at all? I'm sure we'll have it by end of play today. But it's already Wednesday. That'll only give us two days max to go over whatever they send us. Plus, we've already fallen behind on the pitch for quant. Blue sky thinking, guys. We'll have to hit the ground running with whatever we've got. If we fall behind with a new client, it'll be curtains for all of us. Yeah, right. Curtains for us, but not for you. Boss, you know that I always hit the ground running with everything. And I'm resourceful enough to pull it out of the bag when I've got very little to work on. But couldn't we at least tell the client that we need at least some details this morning so we can start making some headway? Would you say that you hit the ground running with our last pitch? Because I wouldn't. Okay, yes, we fell behind on that job, but we caught back up well in time for the actual pitch. So let's not squabble about that. (sighs) Look, I'm not questioning anyone's ability. All I'm saying is that our very survival is in the balance. I'll call them again now and see what I can get, okay? But please, I need everyone 100% on top of their game next week. We cannot fall behind, not even a nanosecond. Can I count on you to hit the ground running as hard as you can? Of course. Jack? Yeah, sure. You can count on me. Analysis. Right, so is it easy, difficult? How difficult did you find it? Well, don't worry, we're going to look at this now. Bit by bit, we're going to analyse some of the more difficult and interesting elements. First of all, listen to this. We're starting with a new client. We're starting with the new client. So he drops his T's like a lot of native speakers do. Starting, starting, client, client. Did you guess where his accent is from? If not, it's from the north of England in Lancashire. Later, we hear... How can we possibly hit the ground running when we can't prepare at all? How can we possibly hit the ground running when we can't prepare at all? Notice first how she drops her H at the beginning of hit, it. A lot of people do this. London is famous for it and other accents. Hit the ground running becomes it the ground running. And where do you think this accent is from? Hmm. I'll tell you at the end of the class. Is it Scottish, Irish, Welsh, English, Northern Ireland? Where do you think? We then hear... I'm sure we'll have it by end of play today. I'm sure we'll have it by end of play today. This is an expression by end of play today. It means when the working day finishes. 
Some people also say by the end of play today. So by end of play or by the end of play today. It's like a sport metaphor. Okay, and listen to this. That'll only give us two days max to go over whatever they send us. That will only give us becomes that'll only give us. That'll only give us. Listen again. That'll only give us. Notice he uses max as an abbreviation of maximum as well. We do this sometimes. Two days max. That'll give us. That'll only give us two days max to go over. To go over, nice phrasal verb meaning to review or to look at in detail, to study, to read through. He later also uses the word pitch, P-I-T-C-H. A pitch is when you try to sell someone an idea or a product, when you're trying to sell something. It's the little speech you give. We also say the spiel, we use a German word. Give him a bit of spiel when you're talking to someone, trying to sell them on an idea or to sell something to them. Blue sky thinking, guys. Here we hear one of those expressions that drives some people crazy but other people love. Blue sky thinking refers to brainstorming or thinking without constraints, trying to find completely new ideas where your ideas don't need to be grounded by the normal conventions. It can also be used to mean to think positively in that you're thinking without the constraints, you're not worrying about the other mundane problems that could normally hold you back. If we fall behind with a new client, it'll be curtains for all of us to be curtains. So this means it'll be the end. This is curtains for that company. That company is going to close, to go under, to go bankrupt. Or if you do that, it will be curtains for you. You know, if you do that, they're going to fire you. They're going to get rid of you. It's not just business though. It can be used in, in any context. If you're talking about a show that was canceled, you could say once they did that season, it was curtains for the show. So I imagine they did a really bad season and people stop watching it. It's curtains. This probably comes from the theater where at the end of a show, they close the curtains. We later hear, and I'm resourceful enough to pull it out of the bag. So if you are resourceful, that means you have a lot of resources at your disposal, or you know how to use the resources you've got. You know how to optimize the resources that you've got. He also uses the expression to pull it out of the bag. Some people say to pull it out the bag without the preposition of. This means to manage to find a, a solution to fix a situation towards the end. Normally things aren't going well, it's difficult, but then you find a solution. You pull it out the bag and you turn things around. You, you turn it into a favorable, a positive outcome in the end. He also says, so we can start making some headway. To make some headway, that's all one word, headway together, means to make progress. We are making headway on the new project, or they made headway with the tunnel. So yeah, I, are you getting anywhere? Are you making any progress? Are you making any headway? By the way, also guess the accent. Where do you think this speaker is from? I'll tell you at the end. So let's not squabble about that. Here she uses the word squabble. That's S-Q-U-A-B-B-L-E. To squabble means to argue. And it often suggests to argue in a childish way or to argue about something that is not important. Another option is bicker, B-I-C-K-E-R, which means the same thing. Now, this sentence has a couple of very interesting things. All I'm saying is that our very survival is in the balance. All I'm saying is that our very survival is in the balance. The use of very here might confuse a lot of people. 
It is often used to emphasize something, to emphasize the importance of what you are saying. And it goes before nouns in this case. So our very survival, you know, our survival in this company, he's giving it a lot of importance here. Um, another example could be like, his very life was in danger. You know, it's, it's, you're just saying his life was in danger, but you're adding very to add a, an element of drama, uh, trying to underline it, to highlight it. Okay. And the expression to be in the balance means that it is in danger or it might go ahead. It might not. Something might happen or it might not. So he's basically saying if we don't do well on this, we might lose our jobs. And finally, listen to this. I need everyone 100% on top of their game next week. To be on top of your game means to be working or playing at your best level, your highest level. So if someone's at work, he's on top of his game at the moment. Or no, he's not really on top of his game. Well, sports person, he was on top of his game last season, but he's not playing very well now. And finally, it's worth mentioning that they use to count on someone. Some people make mistakes, especially Spanish speakers saying count with. You can count with me. No, you can count on. Count on me. You can count on me. Right, so that's the analysis. Where do you think those accents were from? Well, the lady was from Wales, from the south of Wales. Uh, quite a strong South Welsh accent, South Walian accent, as they say. And the other man was from the south of England, the same area as me. So we had the north of England, the south of England and Wales. And remember, we used hit the ground running and fall behind lots and lots in that conversation as well. So you're reinforcing this nicely. Okay, let's listen to that conversation again and see how much more you understand this second time. Okay, team, next week is the big one. We're starting with a new client, so I have to hit the ground running. We can't afford to lose this contract. The future of this department depends on it. But we haven't even had the final briefing yet. How can we possibly hit the ground running when we can't prepare at all? I'm sure we'll have it by end of play today. But it's already Wednesday. That'll only give us two days max to go over whatever they send us. Plus, we've already fallen behind on the pitch for quant. Blue sky thinking, guys. We'll have to hit the ground running with whatever we've got. If we fall behind with a new client, it'll be curtains for all of us. Yeah, right. Curtains for us, but not for you. Boss, you know that I always hit the ground running with everything. And I'm resourceful enough to pull it out of the bag when I've got very little to work on. But couldn't we at least tell the client that we need at least some details this morning so we can start making some headway? Would you say that you hit the ground running with our last pitch? Because I wouldn't. Okay, yes, we fell behind on that job, but we caught back up well in time for the actual pitch. So let's not squabble about that. <sighs> Look, I'm not questioning anyone's ability. All I'm saying is that our very survival is in the balance. I'll call them again now and see what I can get, okay? But please, I need everyone 100% on top of their game next week. We cannot fall behind, not even a nanosecond. Can I count on you to hit the ground running as hard as you can? Of course. Jack? Yeah, sure. You can count on me. Okay, great. Hope you understood more the second time. Now, if you are finding it challenging, don't worry. We have loads of other levels here at English That Sticks, so go check them out. Or you could try listening again and again and again, because with each repeated listen, you should get a little bit better. I often do this myself with foreign languages. Find a challenging audio and listen to it a few times, because you'll get more utility 
you'll get more from that resource. Also, don't forget the website keatenglish.com with extra resources and things to help. And in the next track, we'll continue looking at hit the ground running and fall behind. But this time we'll be talking about an interesting topic. And after that, you've got the translation challenge. So guys, let's keep going. I'll see you on the next track. <laughs>